So I heard a rumor, and because I know you, I thought you got inspired by Andy Warhol, and that had you doing your nails. But come to find out is that when you were younger, you used to bite your nails. So what came first, the Andy Warhol inspiration or just the addiction to biting your nails? I didn't know who the hell Andy Warhol was at the point that I was like, let me, let me stop biting my nails. No, that came way, 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 way down the line once I started getting more inspiration from, um, from different uh, artists, um, pop artists that people know. Um, yeah, I've been biting my nails since forever. I've bit my nails from the, the, the day I can remember and would always get talked about from my mama or whatever, or even just like, you know, when you go swimming and you, or even when you're in a bathtub and your skin get all, you know, wrinkly and shit afterwards, mm -hmm. you can really tell that I bit my nails because it would just look so ugly. So it would be at the point where I would be at the pool and I would be hiding my hands. So I'm like, this shit is, this is not cute. So by the time I um, graduated high school, and, you know, now I'm about to embark on the workforce or whatever the hell I was going to plan on doing. Because at the time, I wasn't sure. But it was like, I need to have my nails done at the very least if I'm going to be applying for jobs and stuff. You can't be shaking mm -hmm. the raggedy nails. So that's pretty much how it started. I never cared to do nails. I still tell my clients, like, I don't care about your nails. I care about the art, if anything. But... I never, 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 ever, ever in the, in the history of me would have thought that I'd be doing nails. So, shit, it's crazy. Things happen. Things be happening. Do you tell your mother that story? Like, biting my nose got me something. Yeah, she wasn't going for a while. It was like, uh, take your ass back to school. <laughs> like, go back to school, do your thing. Like, and to... When growing up, all we saw were Asians doing nails. We never saw black women. And if we did see a black woman, she was in her house and she had a clientele of her 10 people that she did or whatever. So it was just, you know, a parent caring about that kid. Like, are you going to be able to make money off doing what you need to do? Or would you be making more money if you went back to school and yeah. followed through with trying to do graphic design? Because that's what I really wanted to do at the time. So, um Oh yeah, she wasn't feeling that first. My dad, he was, he was, he was feeling it. He was feeling mm -hmm. it, but it took some time for my mom to really feel it. She ain't feeling it until, until like I started getting like celebrity, like recognition and stuff like that. Like, forget all the girls in the city that's calling me and coming <laughs> to your house at all times tonight to be getting nails yeah. done. It took for a celebrity to say something. See, it be your own people. No, but yeah, your own people, the ones that love you the most. The ones that love you the most. Welcome to another episode of Homegrown, the series. I'm your host, Emmanuel Davis, and I have the pleasure of speaking with a good friend. She is a visual artist transitioning from graphic design to nails to home decor. She does everything, art, shower curtains, everything. Takara Spiff Sutton, welcome to Homegrown, the series. Hi, Um. So I'm just looking, and we talked about this earlier off screen. When you type out spiff, you get article after article. You have a good three to five pages on Google. How does that feel? It feels pretty damn good. Like when I first started doing nails, like and taking it seriously, I would intentionally go to Google, like here and there, like every month or so, just to kind of see what 
were people, other people talking about me or whatever the hell, whatever like that. Like I, I, I started getting the, the articles. So I knowingly, I could, you know, Google those things, but somebody may have seen that article and made another post after it. So, and I started peeping that, like it would be an article and then I would have like two more blog posts from some blog that I didn't even know of. And this is around when blogs first started like really, mm-hmm. really popping. So it was like, okay, somebody made a blog post about me. This is really great. So, I mean, it, it, it feels, it feels really, really good. Like in, also, too, I mean, it's just it's just smart marketing because, I mean, a lot of my clients who don't know me through somebody else, they just kind of heard through Grapevine. A lot of people tell me they saw me on Google first when they look up nail art Chicago, whatever the combination of words. My name is always the first one that pops up. So that's a testament of the work that I've been doing. So I'm, I'm, I feel good. I feel good. Like, Is it 10 or 15 years in the game? It is about about 13 years we about the midway between those that's right mm-hmm. so I just people know yes yeah, so we're, we're inching into the 13th year yep so i did apologize to spiff earlier she's done my nails before mm-hmm. and it was amazing i didn't get any funky bananas or any cool letters i just got a basic clear coat, a little buff maybe. I don't know what it was, but my nails aren't done and I feel really embarrassed, but we're going to proceed. <laughs> we won't discuss these things because why you know better. <laughs> no better do better. It's um, okay. So my said- hands look really bad just like the other day. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. It's all right. Can I? Can you show the people your? Are these the? Is these, are these your nails, or are these the press-ons that you've been working on? These are actually my press-ons. Um, they're a little dusty right now because I was working today. But these are press-ons that I literally just glued on my nails while I was driving um, on the way to get some food. Well, I wasn't the one driving; I was in the back seat. We Safety don't recommend first. doing nails and driving. Safety first, my people. Uh, Safety first. Safety first, but no. Uh, yeah, it's so easy, literally. Like, we grew up um, hearing about press songs for so long. Uh, you hear about the lead press songs, or a lot of times people, um, they would always uh, couple press on nails with, hate to say it, but prostitution, you know, because it's such a quick kind of thing, which it really is. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was just, I press on my nails in the backseat of a car. Like, I literally was done in less than five minutes. So a lot of people have this negative connotation around press-ons, but as the, the nail industry has expanded and grown and shit like that, it's coming back out. So it's a perfect time, especially now that a lot of people aren't coming to the salons. I mean, especially because we really just opened up due to mm-hmm. COVID. But um, it's a way to reach out to clients all over the world that have been trying to get their nails done, but we, who just can't afford to flight to Chicago real quick just to get their nails done. <laughs> like, that's not ideal for your average girl. So it's a way to get into people's homes now. It's pretty dope. Absolutely. So is that when you started this new uh, collaboration with Manny Me? Yeah. So um, it's interesting how that happened. I actually reached out to them towards the beginning of the pandemic. When I was doing the press-ons, I was finding it hard to find press-on nails that would fit short nail girls because everybody ain't wearing their nails with no length so the ones who just are nails are really flush to their the edge of their fingertip or whatever so 
And I thought it was just petty gluing on such a small little piece of something on your mm -hmm. little ass nail. So I reached out to them because they um, had done a collaboration with another nail artist um, that I love dear and near to my heart or whatever. And a lot of the work that she does is pretty much, if she got her hands on it, it's some guaranteed good quality stuff or whatever. So I had peeped through a company and hit them up, emailed them, and wondered if they were interested in doing collabs. They hit me up right away. They were very happy, but then the feelings and, you know, the life of COVID hit and now nah, I didn't have COVID, but, you know, just everybody was going through some type of, mm -hmm. you know, inner turmoil or inner awakening or whatever. So that caused me to just not email them back or whatever. Didn't think no more of it. Um, mm -hmm. But fast forward, um, George Floyd passed and got killed. I won't say passed. Uh, George Floyd was killed. And of course, the the explosions of all the riots and the um, focus on Black Lives Matter and, and just our, our, our inclusion in a lot of companies. So they were a part of the companies who noticed that they weren't, you know, necessarily, not necessarily not looking out for Black people. They just, it weren't, it wasn't on their radar. The lady, she, uh, the owner of the company, she's from South Korea, only been in America for so long. She's been in L.A. And unfortunately, in L.A., you know, it's ran mostly by non-Black artists. So mm -hmm. you can't expect her to know anything or whatever. But, you know, actually talking to some of the artists that she had done collabs with, my name came up in a conversation a few times. So the uh, actual owner of the co um, company hit me up and basically explained what I said. And, you know, it was pretty much just that. Um, showed them a few of my pictures they were a fan of my stuff that team brought it back really quickly and the rest is now history even though it just came oh, out but it's the beginning of a definitely a who knows long long-winded collaboration so so yeah I've always um told my clients from the jump that at some point there would be a sticker I wasn't gonna jump on it just because I could and because it mm -hmm. seemed right because I'm spifter but I've, I've always been that type of person when it came to my job. I've always never, I mean, other than, of course, the 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 need to really fight for some stuff. Of course, you got to work and, and work hard for your stuff. But a lot of stuff that, that has happened to me has literally just kind of fell on my lap, just being aligned and being in the right place in the right mind space. So that was one of those things. And it's, it's perfect. So I love it. I love it. It's good. You mentioned you just touched on uh, your collaborations. That's another thing. You sent me a list of all the collaborators you worked with in the last 13 years. It's a very, very long list. Do you and have some like listen a, from that list too? It's the that's the crazy part. You sent me like a hundred people, a hundred companies. And it's still so many. Because as I was coming up with the list, it would be like, oh yeah, I did. Well, okay, I guess. All right, I did do something with them. So you forget, you forget, you know, <laughs> things happen. I talk that talk. talk. You know, things happen. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, a favorite memory from one of your collaborations? A favorite memory of mine? Um, I worked with Cadillac once um, and it was a part of a greater art show here um, in Chicago, don't get me to quote the name of it right now, but I said it to say, um, 
it exposed me to one a completely different clientele like my clientele is already pretty wide in range like, i get everybody every type of girl but there are still just certain sectors of networks that i haven't you know dove into and that's just simply because like i don't know anybody or i'm not necessarily hanging out with a uh, a 60 year old white woman or whatever case so to 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 now be in an arena with a whole different one uh price range scale and and and, and the scale of even type of art that was there it was pretty dope to even be in the same in the same arena of it um and it was kind of like it felt like um or at least for in the area I was working with Cadillac, it felt like it was like a car show of some sort because it was like a nice little red candy paint Cadillac just sitting right there. And we were sitting off to the side of it doing nails. And, and I think it was my first time that um, someone had asked me to bring a team, you know, to, oh no, it was like, yeah, it was my first time to bring a team to an actual event. So that was even dope to like, okay, I can hire girls and actually pay them as opposed to, mm -hmm. hey, can you just help me out real quick? I'll buy you lunch afterwards or whatever. So that was that was definitely something that stuck out to me or whatever so and also being in the room that no one knew me like I'll be in rooms where I think someone doesn't know me and then the name comes in conversation like oh you're a spipso this is spipso da, 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 da. so to now introduce myself to a whole another range of people was pretty dope so I'm a, and that's, that's that's my goal that's been my goal the whole time in doing this art like I don't want to stop and I always want to have something available to spread to someone new like it's dope that I won the hearts of who I've won now, but there's so many more people who would really enjoy my art, and I know it from the other stuff that they like. It's like just you wait, just you wait. It's it's a coming. So that those those are definitely like in my doper events when I'm around a different uh, demographic of of people, and that's not to say like I don't rock with my people because I love mm -hmm. my people, but is to show another person who would think less of who where I come from like yeah we're capable and we're killing it and we're exceeding expectations so you definitely are be impressed so absolutely and I think everybody is I know a bunch of my friends that have gotten their nails done by you and they're just bragging I remember I showed my sister some of your art and she was like wait she did that and you had just mentioned this word, you love dope. You mm -hmm. love dope shit. What about that word is attractive? It's just dope. Like, just it, it is what the word is. Like, I grew up hearing dope and like music and stuff like that. And I feel around the time that um, I really started diving deep into my spifsterhood or so, so to say. Um, it was kind of around the time of what what we call it now the hipster the black mm -hmm. hipster that was kind of emerging in the in the in the scene and dope was a word that you would hear around a lot but it, it really stuck to me because it, it was it's it's just it's such a strong word like even just saying like dope it's it's straight mm -hmm. to the point right to it whatever but it's it just it's, it is what it is it explains exactly it's that it's that ish it's that 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 stuff like given you know it's derived from drugs you know dope is that mm -hmm. what people need and stuff like that so i consider what i'm doing as that so it's kind of like labeling my stuff 
for you to like know what it is like stamp approval is dope um and just on some typography type stuff the way the word is laid out it's it can be written really well when you have that high loop of the d and that mm. low drop of the p and that little o and the e and it's, got, it's like just curls it's just curls so it just works it works really well yeah but and granted please forgive me how do you get dope on a, a nail what is that <laughs> uh, what's what's magic patience patience oh <laughs> Patience is definitely skill and, and practicing. Like I tell girls uh, that attend my workshops when I do have workshops, they're expecting to be able to write that script right away. And it's like, well, first and foremost, I wasn't doing script from, script from day one of me being Spifster. Second, when I did start doing script, it wasn't that tiny. It wasn't that straight. It wasn't that crisp, but I practiced it all the time. I practiced it every day. You kind of you get the, the wave and the flow of which you want to really, you know, make your words. So, yeah, just patience and practicing and, 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 practice. knowing, and knowing just, just how to conceptualize and, and, and in an artistic way bring things together where it's laid out in a way that that's that's sellable to a person a lot of times in design some things can be too crowded too heavy too thin too airy whereas my work kind of has like a balance and mix of all of those and it kind of like just so i know that dope is one of your designs but if you look at your pay if you look at your client's nails it looks like they're all one of ones what continues to inspire you to create these unique designs for your clients uh, one main thing is so I can keep them happy. Look, because I figure in any relationship, whether it's your your marital, your career, your children, you got to keep things spicy. You got to keep things mm -hmm. fresh. You got to keep things new and cool. So I don't ever want to get to a point where my clients get tired of me. Given I have given I've I've been given the freedom to recreate designs in them all the time. Like I've had clients telling me like you can do what you did that other time. I I really liked it actually when you did do that. I didn't want to ask you if you mm -hmm. do that again, but you can do that leopard print again on me one more time. So um, they're okay with it, but it's it's just something fun. It's, it it creates a different experience. So me being able to create another experience really inspires me to like well let me try to come up with something new each time if I can or whatever. And at this point in, in doing my artistry for so long, I literally have a Rolodex of, I would say notable styles of mine. And if you go through those different, you know, styles, you can literally c contrast, compare, take out something here, add it to this, take an element from this, from this component, add it to this, or take three components put together, and you can always create different designs. So a lot of my designs can be intermixed and stuff. So if I can't think of something that's completely brand new, because I, I get clients who are like that, like, I want something that ain't never been on your Instagram page before. It's like, well, let me, you know, let me, <laughs> let me compile some techniques that I've tried before in the past and see if I can create something new with it. So and a lot of times when I'm doing nails, like if I have mess ups per se, I kind of create things off of the mess up. So if it's okay. a, if my hand gets too heavy and I put too much weight on it and it's a, a blob or something now, it's like, well, let me find something to do with this blob. 
So a lot of styles even come out from that type of stuff too. Like I remember this one style, it was really like a clean, like neutral color. And I was doing like really delicate white lines. And I think I was coming back with like another delicate black line on top of all of it. And when I was, I think I got to like all the fingers, but like eight, like eight out of 10. And then on that eighth finger, like my hand got too heavy and it was like, a big black ass dot on the top of the nail and it was like oh no I know <laughs> inside of me I'm dying like that was not what I was going for but then when I look back at it me and the client at the same time was like well, I actually kind of like that <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's actually kind of nice I'm like I was hoping you were saying it because I actually thought the same thing so I don't gotta take it off okay cool we're gonna dry this then so um designs come out of, of, of mistakes too like I just let it flow like you know so and I haven't seen all all your designs are like dope. Like I'm I'm gonna go use this word a lot because whether it be the bananas, whether it be the gold specs, whether it be the blobs, whether it's intentional or not, I think all your clients love it. And that speaks to like your celebrity clientele. Like, do you can you recall when you got that first call for a celebrity? I think I've I've heard that you worked with some big names. But I wanted you to confirm that. Like, who have you worked with? How was it to get that first phone? How how was that feeling getting that first phone call? I'm trying to think. My first biggest celebrities, because at the time I had kind of started skirting through some like D E listers kind of stuff, or or a lot of people who like ran big time blogs or mm-hmm. or different influences and stuff like that so at the time it was like afro bella who at that time was like the biggest known natural hair blogger at the time whatever uh gabby fresh uh who went on to be a mtv vj and now she was one of the biggest plus size influences there is whatever or even nicole bitchy back when she had her bitchy site up whatever and this is when she Mm -hmm. was planning on change into something positive like that's kind of who I was doing at the time so I got the call to do Chrisette Michelle's nails so she was my biggest client at the time and at the time I was working at my first salon and the owner um she dated a person who had um uh entertainment company so they would entertain and do a lot of like meet and greet type of situations at the salon because it was a nice space for it so Chrisette was in town. She did a meet and greet, needed her nails done. And I was the one to be called for the job because I was only nail tech at the time at the shop. So I'm just like, hell yeah. This is like the yeah. prime of Chrisette Michelle. Like back when Neo Soul was like hitting when all the girls out here with their teeny when he froze and stuff. So if I had my way, Chrisette. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. Like it just like, it's just it all, every step of my way, and I still feel those moments now when something good happens. It's like I'm just I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Because to reiterate what I was saying earlier about me really pushing for what I'm getting, like what I'm receiving, like a lot of stuff just falls in my lap. Like I didn't call them, or I never told her to hit up her girl to hit up the celebrities. Like I'm seeing some of the people that will come through because at the time that was when. Um, they were doing a lot of events at the shrine um mm-hmm. on michigan on wabash so i'm seeing the people that's coming to town it's like damn i could i could but it's like mm, let me be cool with it let me just come let it happen so 
we set that up. I almost missed that appointment with her in a sense because I was supposed to do it that day, wasn't able to. So I was hoping and praying that she would be able to reschedule the next day. So she was able to. And I mean, from there, I only did her nails literally one time. And from that one moment, I had a lasting impression on, impression on her because fast forward a few, you know, few months down the line she's messaging me like hey you know i want you to check out the song um i put it on my album and i you know basically shouted you out on the song so i'm just like well hell yeah like what? What? so i'm over here thinking like well maybe it's a song for artists and you know how they have kids at the end of the song chanting names or some shit i'm like well maybe i'm a part of the chant or something like that Steph, stir, Steph, stir. but not even that many like Steph, stir. Another artist, another artist, you know, like just keep moving. We just, we just gonna yeah. go past or whatever. So I'm listening to the song and my name is literally mentioned in like the eighth line of the song of the first verse. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm in the right place. Okay. I'm doing something. Yeah. I never talked to this girl to put me in a song, name drop. Mm-hmm. You know, you should rhyme my name with some stuff. It, I think it, remind, it rhymes with some things. Never talked about it. And mm-hmm. this woman really just caused me this Grammy award winning, world renowned singer just yeah. who's done a freaking feature with Jay Z and all the. <sighs> she had to feature me on her album. So that was like, okay. Okay. Your, um, your nails were in a picture with Jay Z a long, long, long time ago. I think at the first Made in America, Adrian Bylon took a picture with him, and you were like, "Hey, those are my nails." Yes, like is that close? Dang, I forgot all about that. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, you've been doing it for a while, man. And like I said, I'd be forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> You're a graphic artist at your core, and you just somewhat, like you say, fell into the world of nails. Did you always want to do interior design? Yes, I did. I mean, other than your childhood, I want to be a doctor, that type of stuff. Like, from what I remember, that was like the first job that I really, really wanted to do. Um, And from an early age, I was exposed to interior art and didn't even realize it. Like, I lived in a Section 8 apartment where the walls were supposed to be painted white or you would get charged, but my mama wasn't feeling that. Like, Mm -hmm. I never lived in a house with white walls. Literally, the only white wall was, like, the inside of a closet. Exactly. So I'm dying looking at your background. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What is he he standing behind? But, like, the, the wall that I remember, like, my earliest memory of just, like, oh, that's nice, like, in our living room. And it was something simple. It was literally diagonally rose, a rose pink at the top and gray at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, all black accents in a room. I thought our living room was the coldest living room. And it was, especially yeah. in a Section 8 building where people finding their furniture from alleys and stuff like that. So it was like, I, I, and then my mother, she still to this day, literally changes her shower curtains once a week. And it's not like she going through like two different ones. It's like, you're not going to see that one that you saw that time using her house until maybe like towards the end of the year. Like it's going to be a few of them that come in. And so 
it was like, damn, so I didn't know I could even do that. Like, you think yeah. that you're supposed to get that one shower curtain and, you know, that lasts until it gets tattered and torn or it gets stained or something. Like, yes. literally, it's a different vibe every week when I would come into the bathroom. It's like, what is what would she come up with now? Like, what new rugs would she get now? So I was exposed to it so early, not even realizing it. So I always wanted to get into that. Um, and then when I got to high school, I figured it would probably be a way to get into it deeper because you know you went to that school called king um they had a um uh, the different strands that students could pick coming mm -hmm. in so there was an option between like theater there was um, computer technology like, computer technology and then there was architecture and drafting so to me architecture and drafting was the closest thing to interior design i got the art and the, the, the technology part down i had been doing things on computer mm -hmm. by then but it's like okay now learn these measurements of homes and, and floor plans and all this stuff like this is exactly what i would need to get into it fast forward i didn't get into it right away because we didn't yeah. have the program um at king and i feel as though that probably started to push me into an opposite direction with it like maybe i don't want to get into it like that or whatever i just make my house cute but once i got into nails and really started to expand and do my own thing and and started hearing more and more like, oh, I can see these nails as a canvas. I can see these nails as a pillow. I can see this as a rug. It starts to just get bed into you more and more. It was like, you know what? You're right. I can see this as a wall. I can see this as a chair. So it's just full circle how it all work out. Like you just gotta be patient with your process sometimes because things will happen in, in ways you just don't even know. And yeah, you got it honest from your parents showing you art as a young at a young age, and just your mom changing the shower curtains. You got that from your, that that trend that translates to your nails. You change the vibe every time, even if you thought that pink didn't work. I'm gonna add this accent rug or this color or this wall art just to make it all tie in, and yep. that's. That's dope. And I remember when Deco Spiff dropped, mm -hmm. you had a pillow and it literally just said dope. And it blew my mind. I'm like, yo. It said do dope shit. Oh, wait, no, no, no. So there's two pillows drops. I thought it was just the one. So the first time me popping into the interior world was, um, it was the join the pillow fight. That was, it was the pillow fight. That was that um, collab with um, my friend, Brittany, who was interior, uh, interior wear, um, what do you want to call it? Um, uh, what do you call it? Upholsterer. She was an okay. interior okay. upholsterer. So um, she came to me um, basically saying what I was just saying. Like she would look at my work and would see that she could see my designs on pillows. So let's find some type of product that we can sell to people that, you know, she can promote to her people who are getting their mm. furnitures, you know, hacked into, here, put a pillow on top of. And same with me, you know, you're not getting your nails done, but here go a pillow. So the first one was that we came out with a line of eight pillows. And that was amazing. Like, just to have people come to a release party was like, this yeah, is I really part. like it. Yeah, yeah, I actually like it. And it was more than just like, you know, your friends and your family are obligated to come to things like that. But to see people who I didn't necessarily rock with on a day-to-day -day coming out was just like, what? Like, this is wild. So that 
that inspired me to want to do it on my own. Like, you know, I'm all about collabing, but I'm also all about what can you do for yourself. And, mm-hmm. and, and I knew my strengths of being the designer in that, you know, collab. So it was like, I can create some things and, you know, yeah, I created these designs for this collection in particular, but it's cool. I don't have to even create no designs with that in mind. I got a whole mm-hmm. nother, I have a whole mindset in my head of other things. So, um, from that point, I just kind of would design things from time to time. Wasn't no rush. I never no. rushed anything. Like just, just coming up with stuff. And then I came across Society Six, and you know, it was like, okay, this is a way for me to actually put my stuff out there, out there. So that's when Deco Smith happened. It was one nice gloomy October. Um, about maybe maybe about two, or maybe about a year after uh, I dropped the first line of pillows and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been rocking so, ever since. Been rocking ever since. Um, so the next step, you, you know, we're gonna get this popping on my own. You know, I, I definitely appreciate the platform, but now it's just doing, you know, getting out there on my own. So you can go to my Al at your local yeah. Target and just pick it right there off the app. You know. Yeah, because you got clocks, you got art, you got rugs, you got bedding, you have shower curtains. It, the possibilities are endless. Like your options. You could you can put dope in your designs on everything. How does that feel? Wait, first, has your mother <clears throat> used your shower curtains? She is not. So my mother is particular. My style that's on there is not her style. She's mm. real. She likes a lot of florally kind of light dusting type of you know things where me i'm a lot of bold lines you know a Mm -hmm. lot of sharp contrast and colors and stuff like that probably a little bit too much i probably just have to force her basically and just buy it for her and it's like look you can throw that in your rotation it's only gonna be up there for a week so come on come on Throw me in there real quick shawty so maybe i just gotta design one with her in mind i'll just do that that's but you do, you've done floral prints on nails. I definitely have done floral prints and nails, but when it comes to my graphic design, I do a lot of, my, my more like linear line work comes mm-hmm. out when it comes to um, graphic. Um, it's easier, of course, with paint on a nail to kind of blend flowers and stuff like that. If I can blend paints like that on Photoshop, I would do that. But you know, yeah. that also goes into just, you know, schooling myself and figuring it all out or whatever so down the line we'll 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 learn we'll learn how to do things like that when are we gonna get the ikea collab look you know is it already in the works it's not in the works it's not in the works works. but it could be it is in the works because you know you never know who who who, who's talking about you. you never know it's amazing how your art has transitioned into all these different worlds. You mentioned you mentioned earlier about Cadillac. Last year you were at ComplexCon, and that was that was dope. Um, you had your that own book, you had so your own exhibit. Dope! Oh my god, that was dope. I sat there when I was like preparing my booth and just watching people passing by. This is maybe day two of prep. They gave us two days to actually set up the booth. Um, 
and by day two, a lot of the bigger brands, you know, because they got the money to hire mm-hmm. 60 people to set up their booth. So all the people who were managing those booths were now walking around looking at stuff like that. So it's kind of like a, a a preview day of Compass Con. And seeing these people walking around, I'm just like, this is literally the biggest event that I've ever done. And I've done some really dope things like I've I've done many events with Nike. I've done m- many events with with I I, I did the freaking HBO um, with Insecure first came mm-hmm. out. They did the they did the campaign trail for that. So like I've been placed in these great spaces. But at that moment, it was like this is me. This is me doing my thing. Like yeah. and I'm showcasing this. I'm not showcasing this through a sponsor or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is all my money. This is all me doing what the hell I have to do. So it was crazy. It was crazy. Like I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I lost a lot. I I <laughs> I, I gained a lot. It was mm-hmm. it was it was it was it was dope all over. Like and and it, it had me excited to now, you know produce events now and, and do things to 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 showcase my art even more because I showcase it on Instagram all day. I showcase it to my clients when they get the nails done. I do my commission art here and there, whatever. People see what it is that I'm doing, but to actually have this physical s- small store in a sense, like to receive my stuff, that was it was it was a game changer for me mentally. Mm-hmm. So man, it was crazy. What kind of feedback did you get from the event? Oh, it was amazing. I got no bad feedback. At least it never got back to me. Like, if anything, the biggest feedback I got from ComplexCon was like, uh, where you actually did that? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, word, you got a booth? Because, mm-hmm. you know, word got around about, you know, prices of the booths and things of that sort. So people like to clock your dollars and stuff like that, but not knowing any of the stories and things like yeah. that. So. When people started to find out, like, oh, you, you got a booth, like, so how much that, that, you did, oh yeah. what, you here too, like oh, it's like yeah, I, I am yeah. here too, like at this Correct. point, at that point, I've been doing it for eleven years. I have worked with a plethora of clients. I've worked with a plethora of celebrities. I've worked with a plethora of behind the scene individuals, people who work for these companies, run for these companies, who are the financial directors of some of your top, top companies. So I've been embedded in this for so long and I've influenced a race and whole group of nail artists at this time i have a place here i rightfully so am supposed to be here so and this is understanding for you to realize how cold i am because you too Mm -hmm. not you but person who was doubting you've heard of my name this whole damn time too always but you haven't done what you needed to do to research how cold i was this solidifies to you how cold i am so even from then like i remember going um I was in uh, Art Basel a few months later and um, was talking Wait, to... Wait, hold on. You just dropped that so casually? I was at Art Basel. Like, that's I mean, like a premiere event, right? I mean, anybody can go to Art Basel, though. Like, anybody can buy a ticket and walk around in Miami and sit there in Art Basel. People okay. say people do it all the time. Anybody can. The homeless people in Miami are in Art Basel. What I'm okay. saying, because art everywhere. When you go to Miami, yeah. when you're down there, it's a difference when you're saying like I have participated in 
you know, our Basel. But, and this year in particular, I, I didn't participate. I have participated before. But That's this year right. in particular, I didn't participate. But I was talking to a DJ from here um, who I had been seeing had been killing the game the whole year. And a lot of time, me being a Virgo, I'm an overthinker. I'd be thinking, I'm like, man, I need to be doing work. I need to be doing more work. I'm yeah. seeing these people out here grinding, 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 not knowing their story. Same with me or whatever. How I said it's falling in my lap and I'm not really grinding, 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 grinding toward it. Same thing could be happening with these people. You just never know or whatever. So I seen her and I'm basically congratulating her on the year that she had. I was like, you've been killing it. You're doing your thing. I see you, sis. And she's like, no. I see you like and just had this whole moment with me or whatever and how I've inspired her and how I was an OG in the game and all this stuff like that and to me you know I didn't necessarily see myself as an OG to her because we in the same age range and shit like that but to hear that from her from this person who was just on a Jordan billboard this week doing this this week doing this this week it's like okay it's good and it's humbling and it, it sets my mind right like you straight you good. You're doing something Absolutely. you're supposed to be, and it all will work out. So, And you you just touched on it. People consider you an OG, and you're definitely a veteran in the game. But you're still very young, and you still got a lot of more work to do. Ooh, I ain't did nothing yet. Exactly. And I'm, I'm like DJ. I've been watching you. You did my nails maybe 15 years ago. And I'm like, dog, she really, you really been doing it. Like, I'm not going to just gloss over these these collaborations. You've done work with Neiman Marcus, Google. You mentioned HBO, Cadillac, CPS, CTA, Paranova, Afropunk, Ebony. That's dope, man. Like, yes, we're going to keep saying dope. That is just dope, definitely man. dope, yeah. It's definitely dope. Um, where do you go from here? continuously keep going um being more intentional in the companies that i work with um making sure that they're being intentional in what they're doing and stuff so but i mean you you come in and a big name like a nike comes at you adidas comes at you you like hell yes i gotta work with you or whatever but you don't know any of the inner workings and stuff like that and not to say that those companies you know i figured out some stuff afterwards you know like oh i'm not doing this no more but Mm -hmm. you find out certain things about every company everybody got a way of doing something that may not be guided to what you want to do or they could be trying to make you do your art in a way that you don't necessarily want to present your stuff so you know um from now is yeah just continuously being intentional in who I choose and making sure that I'm getting my worth and knowing that however and what wherever and whatever the hell that me and we're doing with this company, the collab that has happened that is actually for some greater good of some sort. You know, I'm you know, I'm over just a party. You know, like mm-hmm. what is the party going towards? Mm-hmm. If we are gonna have a party, are we gonna do something where is good for 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 motor skills or is it good for like sensory skills or something Mm -hmm. like the therapeutic type of experience as opposed to like oh y'all just coming in here and some nice music and y'all getting your nails yeah and drinking something so that and on the more personal side really you know doing everything that i've said that i would do in the past maybe five years 
of my craft uh, or even longer than that. Like there's, there's ideas that we all have that we've always said or oh, well, things that we think about dreams that we had since we were like 13, 14, that you still think about now that we're 30, mm-hmm. 31, 32 doing those things because over the, the span of time, they're still good ideas. And they're still very necessary for the time. You know, sometimes things get outdated, but everything that I have in mind is something that will be, you know, will be remembered and and necessary for going forward. It may create a new wave of new shit or whatever. So doing that, and I've been doing it, you know, getting more out of the salon and focusing on my other art, creating custom pieces, doing apparel, um, doing home pieces tables and 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 pianos just throwing that out there just give me a piano to paint on like just you know continuously you know stepping it up like yeah so that's that's the next steps for spiff i i do admire your um you touched on the apparel and i remember when you first introduced that you were doing like louis vuitton <laughs> bags chanel bags different boots and it's amazing how people will imitate your art now. Like I'm walking around and I see people. I'm like, wait, Spiff did that first. <laughs> she did that a while ago. Y'all wait. But you are an OG in the game and you do work at a salon, low key. It's not low key. It's, it's low, low key where you are a manager at. And how has the pandemic affected um, clients coming to the salon? Well, it's been pretty cool. I will say that I'm lucky to have a clientele that cares, who completely 100 wholeheartedly realize that this is a real thing going on out here. Whether we think it's fake or put implemented by the government, whatever mm. happens, is some people are getting sick and people really realize that what my service is, even my service compared to the hairstyle of services is a little bit more intimate. I'm directly in a person's face and I'm mm. holding your hand. Both things that they're telling you not to do at all. So everybody's really understanding, you know, they've been, I've had clients that have rescheduled because they had to take the test and they were waiting for the results to come back. So they just didn't know type of thing or whatever. So, um, um, or just now I have to put in like obvious time to sanitize in between. Like I will sanitize my stuff anyway, but pre Corona, it'd be easy for me to more just pack in people back to back or whatever, or I'll have the next person. Cause my clients get cool after a while. So it wouldn't be nothing for a client to sit there while the other client is being done. So now I'm being Absolutely. very very direct on, you know, I'm 30 minute grace period between everybody's client. Don't bring any outside guests. Don't order in no food because I don't need you stepping to the door and messing up time and you possibly, you know, wedge into somebody else's time or even, you know, being late. Like I've, you know, I've, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at my customer service, but there are times that I have been tardy with some of my clients and, you know, some of them have kind of gotten used to it and kind of use it as time to drink coffee or whatever the hell it is. But it's like now it's like we're not having that no more. You need to be here on time or your service will be forfeited or rescheduled another day. And because of that, I'm not fitting as many people in a day. And that just spaces out the schedule farther and farther. So 
instead of that appointment you think you're going to get two weeks from now, it's taken up because it's not that many people today. So now mm-hmm. you got to come in three weeks from now or whatever. So it's just a changer. It's, it's people are just getting adapted to all these new things that's going on. We The, the society has changed in every way. So Absolutely. it's just something else to add to the list of, a, you know, getting used to. Because this was... Um homegrown the series was an idea that I had three years ago and I asked you to be my first guest and we were just in the salon me and a crew of like five other people just chilling and just having to adapt it's amazing how you said it you hit the nail on the head people care about you like all right I want to continue to support Spiff I want to continue to buy black shop local and just get my nails done because and it sounds like it hasn't slowed down for you at all. At it's all. They were time. waiting. They were knocking on the door. If I said I was doing nails on the first day that they shut us down, they would have been there and got their nails done. Knowing, one, that I would take the proper precautions to not get them sick, but also, two, girls want, girls want this spiff. They don't care. And even now, I have a lot of clients who aren't going back to work. They are still at home, but they still want those nails done. They don't care. They by themselves in the house. Nobody's seeing them. They got they they Zoom chat on on do not see or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And they still the camera off. with these pressos on. They 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 at home doing their own <laughs> thing. So exactly. um, no, it's they they love me. They definitely love me and they care. And I and I I rock with them because they do care. Like even just getting you know those. You know those payments from here and there, just because you know, or just because I was gonna be getting my nails done anyway this week, I'm gonna just send you this money. Or hey, girl, just thinking about you. Like I even had people who weren't my clients that came out of the woodwork. It's like here's twenty dollars just because I'm thinking about you. It's like I appreciate that. You know, I Thank so you, appreciate that. So it's. I have two more questions. Uh, you mm-hmm. keep saying. Your girl clients, your girl nails. Do you do the guys' nails now? I do whoever the hell comes. I don't get a lot of guys, though. Um, okay. I don't get a lot of guys. If anything, I'll have my guy friends who will try to get a manicure here and there. But that's just not happening as much because your average guy is not booking an appointment for nails, especially okay. online. Secondly, your average guy is not fast enough for booking an appointment with Spipster compared to my other clients. So, and a lot of times when guys think about their manicure, they're not thinking about like, hey, in three weeks, I'll need a manicure. Can you like put me in? They're thinking like right there on like, hey, can I come in tomorrow? So it doesn't happen as often. But as far as like male manicures with the designs and stuff, I don't do it often enough. And, you know, I wish I would, you know, they, they come here and there. I get one every like quarter. Maybe, maybe. Well, well, after this, I'm gonna book an appointment for okay. 20, 2021 because I guess that's when you're free again. Okay. And <laughs> I would love um, a, a, a spiff design. Your little pinky ring or a thumb? I think the thumb is cool because you like can see it when you press it on your phone. Okay, sure. You you guys heard it here. I'm gonna book me an appointment, and I'm definitely gonna put it on my Instagram. But hopefully, she reposted on hers. Or you can get um, a smiling face on your middle finger. Yes. Hey, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> he said, yes. 
<laughs> you are the artist. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm, yeah. a, I'll, I'll be your blank canvas. Um, just, I because I pay attention to this. Your hair changes every <laughs> other week, and you, you have a you. Your hashtags are hilarious. You call it, you have Supreme Spiff, you have Deco Spiff, you have Spister, Spifter's Nails, but you also have a section called Her Hair. Who does ah, your hair? Her. I'm like, her, H-E-R. I'm like, no, I don't. Her. Yeah. <laughs> um, my best friend slash business partner slash owner of Salon Lowkey. Um, Sherman McLean. So he's been doing my hair since I met the man. Um, we met at um, a salon downtown maybe about 10 years ago. Um, and literally, like, we kind of stumbled across each other's work. Um, I, it was a three story salon. He worked on the first floor, I worked on the third floor. And he lived in Miami. So he was only in town every other week. So I never really would see him. But it was one fateful day that the water on the first floor didn't work. So they had to come upstairs to the third floor to use the sinks. And that's when he saw my work and was like, oh, you, you actually kind of dope. Like, it's kind of cold. So that's another reason why I like dope. I hear it often. I definitely mm -hmm. hear it often. But um, from there, you know, a few people came to me, you know, to, you know, work with them afterwards. He came to me and basically, you know, I like your work. I like you, you know, let's rock together, whatever. So after him just like kind of, you know, embracing me like that, I'm like, look, can you, can, you do my, can you do my hair real quick? So he did the first hairstyle he did on me was a flip. And that's like mm. the go up like that. And at that time, the flip was completely outdated, completely outdated. I had gotten a flip maybe in the fifth grade. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. But I'm not going to yeah. say nothing because I'll try anything once. I'll let you do whatever the heck you need to do. So yeah. when I looked at my hair afterwards, I'm like, he killed this flip. He just killed this. I felt so beautiful. Mm -hmm. He's been doing my hair ever since that day. So, and I'll try people here and there, like back in the day. But at this point, I, you know, you, you know, you know, it's good for you. Like I have exactly. clients who feel the same way about me. Like they'll, they won't go to anybody else, even though if they know they can't get in touch with me. It's like, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. Okay, so Sherbin, you know, and he understands me a lot, and he's a visionary when it comes to styling and hair. So he'll see something that's, you know, great, great and far, just way past. Oh, and Tisa does my braids because he doesn't do my okay. braids. Tisa does okay. my braids. Was that, was that flip that was, uh, it was like a lilac purple? No, that, that was, was this was that the was color. the colors. I think I was doing like I think I had like a like a like a um like a mahogany and an auburny kind of color, a little autumn okay. leafy, yeah, a little autumn leaf looking, a little auburn. I love that word. Um, Takara, that's all I got. This has been another episode of Homegrown the series. Spiff, Spiffster, Miss Sutton. Thank you so much uh, for the first interview three years ago and now for this interview today. I truly appreciate you. You inspire me and you inspire a whole community of people. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Because you're making all of us proud. Thank you, man. That means a lot. That means a whole, whole lot to me. Honestly, truly. Can I see your tap? Make sure I ain't ashy. Uh, 
We got time for you to go grease it up a little bit more if you want to. Mm-mm, she cool. There you go. There's Spiff, guys. Um, peace. Bye. All right. Thank you. Of course.